0: This is this is Tyler Wells. This is Carter's older brother's office, so he puts oh, everything okay. everybody up here. Yeah, so. Um, it, it's always fun for me because I always I'm not in here all the time. So I get to see what new ones he's put up. We're working on. Mm-hmm. This is another episode of Go Be Wild, and today's guest is Madeline McElwee, Miss Rodeo Wyoming 2022. Apologize for the delay on this one, but this is a great episode with Lainey. She talks about how she became Miss Rodeo Wyoming uh, when she was the lady in waiting, what she's been up to, um, and how you guys can follow her throughout the summer schedule and the rodeo schedule. There you go. Yeah. Um, Michael
1: Jackson. I don't know
0: who else. No, you got it. That's that's. There's a lot up here. There's, yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, Uh, Lainey or Madeline, we are rolling. So I'm sitting down with uh, Miss Rodeo Wyoming 2022. Hello. Uh, Thanks for stopping by. You were over in Gillette, you said, this week earlier?
1: Yeah, I was over in Gillette for a video shoot. We were shooting some footage for a um, commercial we're making. Oh, promotional video for the pageant this coming August. Oh,
0: very cool. Yeah. Awesome. How was, what was that experience like?
1: It was a lot of fun. You know, we drove all over that area. Mm-hmm. Um, the videographer slash photographer, um, his name is Clinton Foster. He does um, action photography for a lot of rodeos and okay. other things. He's amazing. And so, you know, he. we drove all over. We went to um, Devil's Tower. We yeah. went to uh, down to Moorcroft. Um, Upton, you know, we were all over that part of the state, which is a really pretty part of the state, pretty underrated in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, we even, he knows the landowner that owns that land right next to Devil's Tower. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so we were able to go, um, behind the fence and get footage with like the buffalo and the horses that they have in that field way so cool that yeah that was yeah. really cool i was all worried that the tourists were gonna think that they could do that too
0: I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh look no. there's a there's a photo shoot going on right. they're probably thinking oh this is like a social influencer we can just jump out and <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah no but it was really it was a lot of fun it was cool. really
0: cool um I'm thinking it was that Driscoll's? Were you on the Driscoll's right there on outside? Yes, of? Yeah. yeah.
1: I think I believe that's the name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very
0: cool. Good people. Um so I'm an oil and gas landman and I just did a project on that eastern side of the state mm-hmm. and I totally agree with you. That's a very underrated part of the state. Mm-hmm. Um you know Devil's Tower gets its 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 uh, you know, its publicity, but uh I think the plains there right before it hits the Black Hills, uh, right. especially right now it's pretty nice and green. Oh, it's so green. Um mm-hmm the sun's out a little longer so it's uh yeah that's great uh oh, very cool so that'll be out in august for the for the pageant you said
1: i don't know exactly when the video will be released i think he's working on it now um but yeah it should be out before you know our pageant this year is august 16th to the 20th awesome. so
0: And is that down in Cheyenne?
1: It's in Douglas. Douglas. It's held in conjunction with the Wyoming State Fair.
0: Oh, okay. Very cool. Didn't know that. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. Very cool. Um, So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're from Laramie,
1: Wyoming originally, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Laramie, Wyoming. My parents are Raymond and Lisa McElwee. My dad um, is a part owner of Grote House Construction. They do um, buildings all over the state. And then my mom... Um, as a property manager. Um. So yeah, I grew up. I have, let's see, four siblings. Oh wow, <laughs> um, big family. Yeah. Well, so my parents did foster care. Okay. Yeah. So they had. Um. They were married in '93. Had my brother '96, my sister '98. and I was born in 2000. And then they did foster care. So I ended up getting uh, two other sisters that we adopted through foster care. Um. I don't remember exactly. I think I, I was pretty little when both of them came to stay with right. us. Right. Um, So yeah, I have uh, four siblings total. My oldest sister, her name is Stephanie. She lives in Cheyenne. She's so much fun and I miss her. I haven't seen her enough recently. Um, But I actually just saw her for Father's Day which was a lot of fun because I hadn't seen her in a long time. Um, Yeah, so she's a radiology technician in Cheyenne. Um, my other sister, Brittany works for the hospital in Laramie. She has three little boys. She actually just had another uh, son. Yeah. So I have three nephews. Um, and I haven't met my new nephew, which I'm like, he was supposed to also be there for father's day and then they couldn't make it. So that was sad. But yeah, they, uh, they heard her husband have three kids. And so, yeah. Three boys. You said three boys. Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. Jace, Zayden and, um, Koa is the the youngest one that was just born. So, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Um, And then my other sibling is my brother named Jake. He is 26, just turned 26 this year. Um, And he's actually a commercial diver um, and does, like, underwater construction. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he... um, Obviously
0: doesn't live here. (laughs) Well, he
1: actually lives in Laramie. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, but... Doesn't work here, I should say. Doesn't work, no. (laughs) Doesn't work here. So, yeah, he goes off to different job sites, um, and sometimes he'll work on, like, dams and stuff, so then he'll be okay. pretty inland. Right. Um, but, yeah, so he uh, lives in Laramie and, and does that. And then I have um, my youngest sister that's closest to me in age. I'm the youngest out of all of them. But mm. um, her name is Allison, and she lives in Florida right now. She's getting her um, – let's see. I don't know what the degree is actually called, but she's becoming a chiropractor, so she's going to chiropractor. Oh, wonderful. School. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's uh, living in Daytona. Um,
0: Loving the weather. Yeah, yeah, probably
1: <laughs> having um, too much
0: fun, maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah, so she's going to chiropractic school, and then um, and then there's me. Yeah, so I'm the youngest. I'm 21. Um, just turned 21 last November. And I, you know, growing up, I did a lot of 4-H and and horse shows and stuff like that. My parents weren't horse people, but they were incredibly supportive. Mm. Um, And so they, uh, you know, got into horses because I really wanted to get into horses. And me and my other siblings, too, really wanted to get into livestock and animals. And so my brother raised a lot of poultry. um, And then we would do, you know, pigs and sheep and goats and all these other animals in 4-H. Yeah. Yeah. So I bred goats for a really long time when I was growing up, actually. Um, drink a lot of goat's milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, And then I was, my first Rodeo Queen title was actually in 2015. Mm-hmm. I was the Laramie Jubilee Days princess down on Laramie at, at Jubilee Days there, which is honestly one of my favorite rodeos. I love Jubilee Days. Um, If you ever get the chance to go, go to Jubilee Days. It's amazing. Um, And the committee and the community is just um, so great. And so I was the princess there in 2015, and I honestly learned a lot from, from that. Um, and that committee does a really good job too of uh, preparing you for like a bigger role as such as Miss Radio Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, was, it was really great to, to have that title in 2015. And then I didn't queen for a while. Um, I graduated high school in 2019 and that was actually the year that I got back into it um, with my lady-in-waiting title for Jubilee Days. Okay, And then I was lady-in-waiting in 2019 and then I was um, the Jubilee Days Queen for 2020 and 2021, because 2020 got canceled. Yep, of COVID, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, after I uh, graduated high school, I went uh, to flight school, actually. So I got my private pilot's license in Cheyenne, Wyoming, at a little school called Wings of Wyoming, um, which was a great experience. I love flying in Cheyenne. I loved flying with that school. The instructors, everyone was really great. Um, after that, I moved to Florida actually in 2020, um, for 10 months, you know, after everything got canceled, I, I went yeah. to Florida, mm-hmm. um, and I got my instrument rating and my commercial license down in Florida. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I got those in, in Daytona beach, um, not out of the actual Daytona beach airport, but in that area. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, in January of 2021, I actually went to Alaska for like five days, um, and just for fun. And I, I got my tailwheel endorsement up there Okay. and it was, you know, January, so everything's frozen, but we would, you know, we got the, um, planes were on skis or two of the planes I flew were on skis. Um, so that was a lot of fun cause we would land on ice and stuff. I actually went ice skating on this lake that I landed on cause it was frozen. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was really fun. Um, and then I moved back there uh, in February of this year. Okay. So I, um, as, as Miss Lamey Jubilee, I was required to run for the title of Miss Rodeo Wyoming. Right. And even though by the time I ran, I really did want the title, like the preparations just come so far in advance. And I had been living in Florida up until May Mm -hmm. of 2021. So I, um, you know, I, I kind of was out of it. Yeah. And then I came home in 2021 to do my rodeo queening that summer, And so uh, I ran for Miss Radio Wyoming in August. I got second. And then I was planning to run again. So I kinda hung out in Laramie that fall. Um, And then I moved to Florida February of this, or not to Florida, to Alaska February of this year to do some flight training. I was gonna be there for the whole spring. Um, And then, yeah, I I got my flight instructor license and my multi-engine rating up in Alaska. And then in April, I moved home to take over the title of Miss Rodeo Wyoming um, because the girl who won, actually, she had to resign. She had some health concerns and, okay. and other things. And so um, I took over in April, which was kind of a whirlwind, you know, coming into it that late and kind of after I had kind of been out of it, you know, it was really, it was a bit, it was a bit, out, it was, you know, it was a bit wild. So um, yeah. yeah, I uh, came into it just like that. And then, um yeah.
0: Then you've just been dri- driving all over the state. and Yes, driving
1: all over the state. Yeah, it was crazy. So I got my – so they called me March 29th and offered me the title because I did have the option to say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, They called me March 29th and offered me the title. And then uh, that was like two days before my flight instructor check ride, which is a practical test. You have to go up and – fly with an examiner and you also have like a six hour oral questioning with an examiner. Mm -hmm. And so I was really busy studying for that um, because it's everything. I mean, they'll ask you stuff from private instrument and commercial and then FOI, fundamentals of instruction, which is, um, you know, kind of the FAA's handbook on how to instruct and dealing with the human factors of instruction. And so, you know, there's a really a lot that they'll question you on. And so um, I was busy focusing on that. Um and so then I took over. I, I I said yes, but I was so just busy on that that you know March thirty first was my check ride. I took it and then April first I had to decide. You know I had to say yes or no. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't been focusing on this at all. Yeah. <laughs> um and so then I, you know I said yes and I only had a week. Um because my first event as Miss Radio Wyoming was the UW Art Museum Gala. Okay. In um Laramie at the at the Gateway Center. And that was April 9th. Oh boy! So yeah, I said yes, April first. I had one week to sell the truck I had bought up there. Um, yeah, I had one week to sell that, sell my truck, um, to get everything in line, to move. And so I was also getting my multi engine rating in that one week. So I had another check ride. Oh boy! So yeah, it was a lot. So I um, I flew the. I went and got my first multi-engine flight done the second, like the day after I, um, the day after I said yes, and mm-hmm. the day, well, yeah, well, actually the day that I said yes, it was the same day, the day after I got my flight instructor license. So I got my flight instructor license March 31st, April 1st, I said yes to my first multi-engine flight. I didn't fly for like two days after that because there's weather and maintenance issues. Sure. Um, and then... Uh, yeah right after that I just I had to to hunker down and really get my flying in. so I flew like two times a day up until that Friday and then Friday April 8th in the morning I took my multi-engine check ride I got my multi-engine commercial license Um, April 8th that afternoon I packed I took the red eye home to Laramie and then I got back from, you know, I got into Denver, I don't know what time, but then I got back to my house at like two. Yep. I had not slept. And then I had my first event as Miss Radio Wyoming that night. And so it was just like 48 hours of getting my multi-engine rating, flying, packing, flying home. Packing was also a total nightmare. <laughs> I couldn't figure out because Delta was like, oh, there's an embargo limit on your on your trip from um, Anchorage back to Seattle. And so I was like, what? So I was trying to call Delta to see how many bags I could bring it was, it was a nightmare. Um, but I did end up getting it all figured out and I made it home. Um, I spent way too much money in baggage fees, <laughs> but I wanted to get a home all at once. Yes. So I did luckily. And then, yeah, I, I, I came home that, that April, it would have been April 9th and you know, it really hasn't slowed down much since. Yep. Ever <laughs> since. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How, uh, cause you, uh, obviously from that, uh, you handle uh, pressure really well uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> in a short amounts of time. Uh, how did how did you uh, develop those skills? What what is?
1: Um, I'm not you know I'm not entirely sure. I kind of just have to like you know look at it from the perspective of there's nothing else that I really can do. Right? Mm. It's like this is what
0: this is what's happening. Yeah, this
1: is reality. This is what's happening. And I was on. I was really tired, um, but I was just so happy to finally to have the title of Miss Radio Wyoming, um, and so. That kind of overshadowed it, it a bit I was excited mm. to be back home um yeah, but yeah it was it was hard it was a lot of it was a lot
0: yeah that's a, that is a lot all <laughs> in like two weeks but um no that's fantastic and then yeah you've uh, I would imagine from April you've just been driving all across the state and, mm-hmm. and doing all these events um I want to go back real quick uh family seems like it's very important to you um, mm-hmm. and I do want to dive into how did you how did you and your siblings? convince your parents, hey, we want to raise goats or hey, I want to start riding horses. How'd that uh, come about?
1: Well, I don't necessarily remember I was so little. Mm. I think I was just, you know, I was a little girl and I like I like ponies, you know whatever yeah. all, all little girls do yep and um my parents are just they're they're amazing and they're really really supportive. and we kind of had wanted to move out of town anyways. but also my parents were looking at houses, they wanted one with a lot of bedrooms because we did foster care. So we had mm-hmm. a lot of kids kind of in and out. Um and so, you know, we were looking at houses and and um you know our our house that we live in now um was one that they looked at and I think they were just, you know, they were like, okay, yeah, we'll move out of town. And then our neighbor had horses, and so for a while we just kind of like rode his horses and stuff. Yeah. And they just kind of like slowly were like, okay, we'll do this. One of the absolute best things that we ever did, though, was join 4-H. Okay. Because my parents were not horse people. They did not know anything about horses. And um, 4-H, our, our local 4-H club, and the you know the volunteers and 4-H horse and, and fair and all of that were just so, so amazing. And honestly, everything that I learned from 4-H, you know, it, it's still stuff that I use today. And I don't... Like, I I don't think I would have had any of that knowledge had I not joined 4-H. And so it was kind of a really great learning experience, both for my parents and for me, Mm. Um, that they were, I I feel like I was raised around horses, but it's not because my parents wanted to, it was just because, like, I wanted to and they were okay with it. Um, And so, yeah, joining 4-H, my local 4-H club, um, doing fair, doing all those things, uh, really taught me a lot. And then, you know, we had friends that knew about horses and so they would help out. Um but yeah it was it was uh it was a lot, I think, for them too to kind of be like, you know, my dad's from New Jersey. my dad is from New Jersey, and he came t w and that's where I met my mom when you know, in his like early mid twenties, yeah, um, but you know, when my parents met, my dad was a vegetarian from New Jersey, and so <laughs> like to see that you know where we are now, where my dad. You know he's not really a cowboy, but he'll he'll put on boots and a cowboy hat whenever yeah. he goes to my queen events, and it's a lot of fun. Um, and you know they they know a good bit about animals, um, and my mom kind of grew up around animals a bit, I think. Um, but yeah, you know they were just really really supportive, and so if we wanted to do something, that's the other thing though. My mom, my mom didn't like us laying around. My mom didn't mm. want us like us watching TV all day. Um, you know it it was it was.
0: Well, there was four of you. You got to kick yeah, you out of the house, right? You know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, four or five of us, so they, you know, get get us doing something. And yeah. so um, when we wanted to do animals, I think that that was just something like, okay, great, you know, now they'll be yeah. doing something other than just just laying around because she cannot stand people just laying around. <laughs> she can't. It's it's hard. <laughs> She's
0: a busybody. Yeah, um, yeah. What was the moment in um, 4-H and/or if it was outside 4-H uh, where you're you were around horses and you're like? You're like, yeah, I, I want to ride horses. I, uh, I like being around horses.
1: Um, I don't know if there was a specific moment. I think just, you know, when I was younger and I would go out with my sister and we would, you know, we would go on just like trails just around our house and stuff like that. I think I just really kind of fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. I also just really, really love animals as a whole. And so um, being around all these different um, types of animals and, you know, Growing up in Wyoming, where I'm just around animals in general, I think it was just kind of a combination of things where I was like, yeah, this is really fun. This is something I enjoy doing. Um, And even though it's, you know, really cold out, you know, I was still out, you know, riding if I could, you know. And so all those all those things, it was like, yeah, this is definitely like a passion that I have.
0: Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what's one of the most memorable things you remember growing up in Laramie? You know, I think you kind of mentioned the cold, but, uh, what are some other memorable things, uh, and just in general, just growing up in Laramie?
1: Well, so back to my parents being really supportive when I was like nine, I liked to paint. I wasn't any good at it, but I liked painting. And so my mom's like, oh my gosh, Laney's going to be an artist. So she goes and joins the art museum board. Um, <laughs> so my mom's on the UW art museum board. I don't know if she still is. I think that she, it might be one of those things where she like, is always like, oh, I'm going to be done, but then she never actually yeah, is, you know? Yeah, they keep her on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's on the Art Museum Board. And one really fun thing um, that I remember was actually the Lammy Mural Project. Okay. Um, And getting to meet those artists a lot because a lot of them were artists that I knew, Um, you know, just because my mom was really involved with, like, the local art scene. And um, I don't even remember his name, but there's a picture of me somewhere online. I'm, like, 10. I have my hair is a mess. I wearing like these sweatpants that probably should be thrown away you know like it was, okay. I was i was, a, I was yeah. a bit of a ragamuffin but anyways um a picture of me with the artist that painted um one of the murals downtown and it's with his mural i don't think he was done with it quite yet sure um one of the murals in downtown laramie it's on that building that used to be the um big hollow food co-op i don't okay. know yeah i don't know what it is now right but um yeah it's it's really cool just like Laramie is such a great community and so um I you know I loved like the summer days just going around downtown or um going to things like Freedom's birthday right which is you know a big 4th of July celebration we usually have in Laramie. Um things like that it was just a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Um what is uh kind of want to keep this on the family side for a second. What's a um a funny story or maybe like a moment, you know, being around animals and kind of living outside of town, there's always, uh, someone almost died stories. Do you have any of those with your siblings?
1: <laughs> someone almost died. Okay. I, I kind of do. Yes. So one time I was riding with my sister, Brittany, I was on, um, my old horse, Moses, who he's passed away now, but, um, he's, he was really big. I don't know exactly how many hands he was, but he was pretty tall. Yeah. Um, and she was on Bailey. who was a, was a, um, chestnut mare. Okay. Bay or chestnut. I, specifically but she was a a, like a brown horse we had um and we're riding and you know just south of our house there's something we call like the the big rock because it's just a really big rock yeah (laughs) it's it's really tall um and we're you know it's like a hill but like the whole side of it is just rock um and so we're riding up it because you can ride up and then over on the more um Mm I don't know what you call it, but there's, there's one side that's more rock and one that has more, like, soil and yeah. stuff like that. So we're on the dirt side of it, and uh, we come down, and I remember being on my horse, and then I remember being at home, and that's it. I don't remember the I don't remember the time in between there because, um, you know, the horses, when we're going up that steep and going down that steep, you know, like kind of pick up speed. Yep. And so Brittany says that she just remembers me being behind her and then um, – like, a minute later, she looks back, and my horse is there, but I'm not. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, I just fell off or something. Um, I didn't even get a concussion or anything, but I don't know how old I was. I think I must have been, like, 11. Um, so I was pretty pretty young, pretty little, mm-hmm. and I fell off that big horse on that, like, side of the rock, right, Yeah. And, and so, you know, my sister comes and gets me and takes me home, um, and I definitely used it as an excuse. I was milking it all the way to, like, <laughs> just sit around and play computer games or whatever I was doing. Um, yeah. so I was like, Oh, I don't feel good. I was fine. But um, <laughs> I do, I certainly don't remember it though. Like yeah. exactly what happened. Mm. Um, but yeah, my sister says that my horse came up next to her when she was on her horse and there was just like a branch stuck in the saddle or something. Yeah. It was like, Oh, Laney's gone. And no,
0: Laney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Laney.
1: Yeah, I got to go fight her. <laughs>
0: Very funny. Um, that's that's the cool thing about living on you know property and with animals is there's always those stories of you know someone falling off and mm-hmm. um, uh, always glad uh, good thing your sister was there. Right, right. You um, um, so you're going through 4-H, you know, loving it with the animals and getting to ride horses. How did you uh, get into the pageantry, uh, rodeo pageants, because uh, you were the Miss Jubilee, fifteen, right?
1: Yeah, the Jubilee is princess, yeah, fifteen, yeah. Um, I honestly, I think I just, you know, I would see the girls around, other princesses and queens, and I just, mm. I, I honestly just, I, I had always really loved it. I thought it looked like so much fun. Um, there's actually pictures of me as like a little toddler with, um, the queens you know, Jubilee Day's Queens that I would eventually, you know, it was just so cool. I'm like, oh, eventually I got that title myself. Yeah. Um, So I think, you know, just growing up around it and seeing the Queens my whole life kind of, because, you know, they were at a lot of events in Laramie.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: And I think that that's really what drew me into it. And then, yeah, I ran for the princess title in 2015, or I guess it was 2014 for the 2015 title. Right. Yep. Because the pageant was in November. Yeah. Um, and that was just a lot of fun. And I really do I really do love pageants. I think they're so much fun. Even just like um last weekend there was the um Miss Wyoming USA and Miss oh, Team yes. Wyoming USA mm-hmm. pageant. And even this weekend actually in Sheridan there's the Miss Wyoming pageant. Right. those are separate programs. But it's just like so fun. I love um watching girls grow through it. Um, gaining public speaking skills, gaining interview skills, you know, relational skills yeah, and just, you know, all the things that come along with it. I think it's really, really cool.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. what's something that you remember when you were competing for the Jubilee princess, um, in the preparation process or even the pageant itself?
1: Well, so, um, I believe at the time, the way it worked, the Jubilee days princess title was 70% horsemanship. Okay. And only 30% like everything else. Oh, wow. So I was a disaster. I mean, <laughs> I look back at pictures. I'm like, why did I look like that? Why was I allowed to leave the house looking like that? You know, it was a mess. Um, <laughs> and so it was, it was, I I won. And I think that a lot of that had to do with the fact that I, you know, I, I had a really nice horse. And I would go to my trainer in, um, in, in. Colorado actually at the time mm-hmm. and I had like just bought this horse but I was really gaining my horsemanship skills through it that's really what's the cool thing was my horse Wiggy taught me w- way more than I ever taught her um and so uh the horsemanship was like a huge part of it and then you know I just remember being like a mess and I remember <laughs> like I tried to do my makeup and I couldn't figure it out I was 14 um my hair was also really rough because I just like used a flat iron to curl it and it just looked bad and everything was just bad. I actually remember um, Lacey Johnson, who was the queen for Jubilee Days in 2016. She was a 2016 Miss Landry Jubilee. She, um, one time actually before an event, like got me to go to a hair salon with her because she was like, you just need help. (laughs) (laughs) need help let me help
0: you (laughs) yeah let me
1: please can I help you um so that was really really nice of her um but yeah you know it's just kind of something you have to learn along the way
0: yeah Mm -hmm. just some of those things that you know just uh no one can help you with you just gotta yeah we gotta go through it um so talk about the horsemanship um that's a little different you know I've had um the former uh well I've had both the Sheridan Rodeo Queens here Mm -hmm. um and I don't, you know, they didn't mention that the horsemanship was that, you know, a 70%. That's a big deal. So, like, what's what are they looking for uh, in the Jubilee days?
1: Well, so I don't know exactly how the Jubilee pageant judges today, mm. um, at least for Princess. Right. Um, yeah, so it, it very well could be different. It a different program. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, at the Wyoming and America level, it's a third. Okay. There's three main categories, and so it's about a third of your score. Rodeo queen horsemanship is a bit different than um, a lot of different types of horsemanship. Yeah. At the America level, you're just put on a draw horse. It's not your own horse.
0: Oh, okay. Because
1: what rodeo queens do as we travel is we're put on a bunch of different horses. I don't take a horse with me to any of these rodeos that I go to, almost any of them. Gotcha. Like, I think I hauled my horse to one. Um, and sometimes they'll ask us to do that. But for the most part, they put you on just random horses. And so um, a rodeo queen... Horsemanship is going to ask you to really showcase your skills on a horse you haven't probably ridden yeah, before.
0: Yeah, gotcha. And
1: so, yeah, that's kind of what it, you know, that, that's really what it entails. Not at the princess level of Jubilee Days, because as a Jubilee Days princess, you really only ever rode your own horse. Right. But, um, yeah, it's, it is it is pretty big deal. And that's the other thing, you know, is as a queen, you really have to be able to ride. Yeah. And so... Um, they, I think they make it a pretty big part, especially just on the safety side of things. Sure. Like, we put horses in these very unnatural um, positions, right? Like, we're asking them to um, get saddled up and ride through an arena. There's a ton of loud music. There's, uh, uh, there's stands just full of people. There's all these signs along the sides of the arena. Like, I have a horse that won't even go in, like, a, an arena with signs on the side of it because she's scared of them. Mm. Um, but, you know, so we're we're really asking a lot of them. And so being able to maybe handle a horse that hasn't had a lot of experience with that, it's really a safety issue as well. Right. And so we want to just make sure everybody is safe.
0: Yeah. No, very cool. Okay. Um, I forgot my train of thought there. I was going to... Oh, yeah. So the national level. So um, third is horsemanship. What are the other two categories that they judge you on at the national levels?
1: So it is personality, horsemanship, and appearance.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Um. And then I would imagine that involves, like, interviews and their question and answering and all that's good stuff. Um, what uh, – well, let's go back to the Jubilee Princess because it sounds like this was just a, a trial by fire for you. Um, yes. Did you have an interview or uh, had to – had like, did do a speech or something like that for yours as well? Yeah, yeah. I
1: did. Um, I'm trying to remember what my speech was about. Okay, so actually – the way they do it at Wyoming and America now is you have an impromptu speech. Oh, or okay. I think it's actually extemporaneous is a technical term for it. Yeah. You're given a topic, you have ten, 10 minutes to prepare, and then you give a speech on it, about a minute and a half long. Okay. Um, at the Jubilee Days princess level, they asked us to just write, I think it was like one page is what they said, a speech about why you wanted to be a Jubilee Days princess. Mm. So I had to give a speech on that. And that was a memory speech. Uh, I actually much prefer the extemporaneous speeches to memory speeches. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I did have to give a speech. There was, like, a modeling. um, There was a personal interview. I don't remember much of it. I'm sure I could look at old pictures and be like, oh.
0: Yeah, and then click for you. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, oh, that's what we did. <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah. Uh, what was your prompt for Miss uh, uh, Rodeo Wyoming?
1: So for Miss Rodeo Wyoming, I chose the slogan Ride Free, Roam Free. Mm. Which is, I believe, a boot barn um, like advertising slogan. They had like multiple different things we could choose from. Right, um, like a lot actually. I, when I practiced, I only gave myself three, and so when I had like all of these to choose from, I was like, wow, that's kind of a lot. But yeah, so um, I chose ride free, roam free, and I just used it to speak about um, you know my experience with flying. And specifically, uh, when I went to Alaska and got my tailwheel endorsement, at the time, last August, I hadn't moved there ever before, mm. but I had been there. And so it was, a, you know, like, I think my closing line was always remember to ride and fly free. Oh. Like ride, fly, and roam free, or something like that. Yeah. It was it. Put it yeah. all together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Very cool. Um, that's awesome. Tying it back to flying and, mm-hmm. and freedom there. Um, uh, what got you interested in flying? I didn't ask you that before as you were going.
1: Yeah, so I, um, you know, I I believe, so it would have been right before my, what have been my sophomore year at high school, sophomore year. I remember the spring semester of my sophomore year of high school, I just thought it looked interesting. Mm. Um, and I, you know, I, I would just watch movies with pilots in it or flying in it, and I was like, oh, you know, that was really cool. Um, and then that summer, I went to New Jersey to visit family, I think. Yes. Yeah, I thought it yeah. would have been that summer. And I talked to a pilot in the Denver airport. And I asked, you know, how do you get into this? And he was really nice. And he was able to talk with me. He flew for Southwest. And he's like, yeah, you know, this is what you would need to do to, to begin flying. I knew I didn't want to go to college. And even nowadays, I'm kind of more lenient to the idea of going to college. But at the time, I was like, oh,
0: yeah, absolutely going. not. <laughs> um,
1: and so, yeah, I went to uh, – it was in the Denver airport, and I was talking to this pilot. And he yeah. said to look up Laramie flying lessons. And that's how I found the Laramie Flying Club. Um in Laramie there's a, there's a flying club and I took some lessons there for a while, which was really great. Um, but you know, Laramie's a hard place to fly uh, weather wise and yes. scheduling wise. Um, which is why I ended up going over to Cheyenne, but yeah, so I think that was really just kind of it. I just thought, you know, that looks like so much fun. And so then I took my intro flight in Laramie. I had a, I had a blast and I was like, oh wow, this is so much fun. Um, and so then I took lessons like intermittently. I started when I was 16 and at 16, you can solo. Um, yeah, so at 16, you can solo. You can't, like, get your license yet. Right. But you can solo. You can fly by yourself. And so, I like, I took lessons um, kind of off and on um, here and there. You know, I think I quit for, like, horse show season, and that's really not the way to do flying. Like, any flight instructor, I mean, now I am a flight instructor. I have my license to, to teach. So, like, any uh, person who's been through it is going to tell you, do not do that um, yeah. sporadic thing because you're going to end up wasting a ton of money. And that's really how that kind of went. Um, you don't want to be flying once a month, once every other month, twice a month, even three times a month. You need to be flying like two to day, three times yeah. a week at least. Yeah. Um, cause you know that those skills that you gain and the knowledge can deteriorate so quick. And so it's something you really have to keep up with. Sure. So I didn't actually buckle down into it until the fall of 2019. Because that summer I was busy with being a rodeo queen, with being Jubilee's Lady and Waiting. And so then that fall, I really buckled down into it. And I was like, yes, okay, I'm doing this. And then, of course, living in Laramie, having to drive to Cheyenne, that was part of the problem because, you know, that I-80 between Laramie and Cheyenne is not always the best and yep. it's not always open. <laughs> and so that was kind of part of the problem. Weather was part of the problem. Um, yeah, I think it was mostly that. Scheduling was kind of in the, not as much of an issue, I would say. But – um yeah, you know, there was just kinda like some setbacks there. And so yeah. that's why I ended up moving to Florida. Um, I don't even think I got it any quicker in Florida than I would have at home though. Sure. <laughs> um maybe I would have because simply because of the weather. The weather's a lot better there. Yep. Um the weather in Wyoming, it's it's hard to it's hard to get your license. Yep. It, it, or it can be. It doesn't have to be, but it it can be. Um mm-hmm. scheduling wise, especially with the wind, you know, and I don't I don't like to fly in twenty mile an hour or twenty knots whatever crosswinds, I don't, yep. I don't love that. Um, <laughs> and so I went to Florida to get my instrument rating and I actually went to do a different school. So I went to one school for instrument and a different school for commercial, but you know, I'm there to get my instrument rating. And that also had a bunch of just like problems. I'm like, Oh my sure. gosh, what I got COVID. Um, so <laughs> I was home for like, actually like two and a half weeks. Cause at the time they still had the 14 day quarantine. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, it was like, oh, actually, it's ten days after the onset of symptoms. But I had tested positive way before I developed any symptoms. Oh, interesting. Because I had been exposed. I had a friend who was like, oh yeah, I got COVID. Like you should get tested.
0: Yep, you should quarantine. Yeah. And, uh,
1: so that's you know how I was like, okay, darn, it, I have COVID. So I stayed home for that. Then I went home for like two weeks in October of that year to go elk hunting. I was like, well, you gotta, oh, there you go. Yeah. You, you gotta go home for elk season. Yes. So I went home for elk season, and then. Yeah, I ended up finally getting my instrument rating in December, 2020. So you know they say like two months, and if you really hunker down and just hammer away at it,
0: you, you probably it. Yeah. could.
1: <laughs> I did it. Um, so don't do it, Lainey. Yeah, do not do what I did. If you're going to flight school, um, yeah. So there's a I don't know. It was, it was kind of a lot of a learning curve. But the time I got to like my flight instructor, my multi-engine rating. I mean, like I said, I got my multi-engine rating in. Um, a week, but really only about three days of actual flying. Um, And then I got my flight instructor license in, let's see, that would have been about two months. I would have done it in six weeks, but I had, you know, I, I had it scheduled, but then um, weather cancellation and then the CF, the, the DPE designated pilot examiner is booked out like three weeks in advance or at least. So like the, the week I got there, I scheduled my check ride because I'm like, okay, even though I'm not anywhere near ready, I need to schedule this now. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're booked out so far, and so I'm just like scheduling problems, pushed it back to the 31st. Also, um, you know, there was a little bit there was a little bit of maintenance issues, but, you know, there's just things like that. Yeah. You know? It's like, okay, had that happen, and you just kind of have to deal with it. I remember being on the phone with my instructor when we had to move in. He was like, you know, you're 21, two weeks isn't going to kill you. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't, you know. I'm like, I wanted to do this to get it done now. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so that was that was rough. And also, to get your flight instructor license, not just any instructor can endorse you to take that test. It has to be a two-year, 200-hour flight instructor. Oh, sure. Someone who's been a flight instructor for two years and has 200 hours of experience. And so there was only one instructor at that school that could endorse me, and he was amazing. But, you know, it was hard to schedule with him. He's a stay-at-home dad. He had all these, you know, he, yeah. it, was, it was hard. So... You know, stuff like that kind yeah. of goes on. But, you know, it's 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 certainly part of it. That's the thing about flying is you can't, like, 100% plan on anything. We have yep. a lot of redundancy in aviation, and then we also have a lot of things where, you know, it's just like, okay, I'm not going to go up today. Like, you know, something happens and you're not feeling well. Or, you know, if you're not on your A game, you can't fly. One question I actually get a lot is, like, oh, why don't you fly yourself to more rodeos? And, well, part of that is because – um once I'm there, I would need to drive places. Right. But also, um, part of that is like a lot of the time when I'm driving, you know, I might be a bit tired. My mind's off in a different place. You know, I'm like, okay, where am I going? What am I doing? I have all these other things that I'm thinking about. Yep. I cannot be worried about flying also because yeah. that's just a recipe for disaster.
0: Well, and these rodeos are a lot of work, you know, and mm-hmm. you're going to be tired and you got to get yeah. to the next one. Like, yeah, that's a lot. And that uh, I'm glad you answered that because I was going to ask <laughs> you, like, you should just fly around. Um, but that makes sense. Um, uh, after you're done with all these pageants, is that what you plan on doing is become a commercial pilot or just, mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, is that? Well,
1: yeah, so I have my commercial pilot's license, but I, that doesn't that doesn't mean that you can go fly for United or mm. anything. Um, in order to fly for like an airline, you have to get 1,500 hours and your airline transport pilot license, which gotcha. is like a lot. And I only have about 300 hours. What most people do is they will instruct to build time.
0: Oh, um, and go. so,
1: yeah, I have my flight instructor license. And so I think I'll probably instruct, but I don't know. That's I, okay. You don't yeah, need have to no have idea. a plan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't have a plan, you know, and I, I, yeah, as Mr. Dewaying, I've actually met a few like ranch owners who will have a plane and I'm like, oh, I could come cowboy for you and also fly around. And yeah. Yeah. You're like, like, uh, you know, I, I would love to find like a ranch pilot job. That would be so much fun. Um, you know, so there's a lot of different pathways in aviation and I have friends who like. Our pilots, but they didn't. They didn't get their flight instructor license. They were riding a flying survey or something like that. Oh, okay. There's a lot of things you can do, but I do plan to instruct. Um, yeah, I will need to, however, get uh, back into the swing of things. Um, one mm. thing that we really stress in aviation is the difference between currency and proficiency. So, like legally, right now, I could go teach someone. I could go sign someone's logbook and let them go fly by themselves. Um, I could instruct. I wouldn't do that because I've been out of it for a bit and I'm, you know, my mind's in a different place right now with all the rodeo stuff that like, I'm not currently proficient to fly. And I think legally right now I'm even, I would have to look at my logbook, but I'm pretty sure I'm instrument current at the moment too. So I can go fly in the clouds. I could go shoot approaches and stuff like that. But again, that's where might I might be legally able to do that, but (laughs) I'm not proficient in that right now. So I wouldn't.
0: Gotcha. No, that's very cool. Um, well, let's get back to the, uh, to the pageant, to the rodeo. Um, so walk me through, um, are, are the girls pretty close because you were uh, second um, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to Alaska, you know, and then um, the other, other gal had some medical uh, health issues. Um, were you ladies close at all or was that the call you got right away it was from the Miss Rodeo Wyoming uh, kind of saying, hey, you know, do you want to be the, the queen?
1: Mm -hmm. well so that pageant last year we all became so close you know we we um had such a good time me and the other contestants you know and even our parents got along really well all the parents would always sit together they went out and had dinner together night before coronation like all the parents did Mm. um so everyone got really close and you know we're all pretty pretty good friends
0: no that's great so everyone was close um and then um you come back April 9th and you're just rocking and rolling. Um, mm-hmm. what's been so great about um, being Miss Rodeo Wyoming? Uh, what have you enjoyed so much um, uh, out of the organiza- organization so far?
1: I've really enjoyed traveling. I've enjoyed getting to meet so many different people. I've enjoyed getting to go to rodeos. Um and, you know, meet other queens. Usually, like, as lady-in-waiting, you would meet a lot of the other queens at NFR and even at, like, Stock Show and other rodeos. But I didn't go to those. Mm. So, um, you know, I didn't really get to meet most of them until Gaiman. So that was really fun. Um, and then, uh, you know, going to rodeos with uh, Miss Rodeo Colorado, Ashley Baller, that's been a lot of fun, too. Because uh, we went to Elizabeth and Cortez together. And then I was at her preliminary pageant. And... The Greeley Stampede is going on right now, and I'm sad that I have to miss it. But um, you know, it's just it's a lot of fun to really like get into the swing of things and like hang out with some girls and and you know hang out with queens. I think that's a lot of fun. And honestly, last summer when I was thinking about the Miss Rodeo Wyoming pageant, I was like, okay, even if I don't win, like I get to have a great time um and basically have like a five-day sleepover with a bunch of other rodeo queens and right. i'm like oh, that's gonna be so much fun we get to stay in the dorms and all this and it was fun it was exhausting i was busy all the time but that's kind of how i'm looking at america now i'm like you know at the end of the day like i just get to spend like eight days with a bunch of other queens and we just get to you know we're we're busy and we're put to work and we're doing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but at the same time it would i would really enjoy it
0: yeah no yeah that's mm-hmm. wonderful um all right, Lainey. Last question for you. We've been here for about forty-five <laughs> minutes, so um, what, um, especially right now, because you're driving all across the state, going to see other rodeos as well. Um, what makes Wyoming so special to you, and uh, what what makes it special uh, when you do go compete for America? Is that right? Is it rodeo? Um, rodeo really America. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So what's what are some things that you're thinking about when um, you know you represent Wyoming at those?
1: Well, so, you know, I, growing up, I, I've always loved Wyoming. I've had like a really, um, pretty deep set, I'd say, passion for the state of Wyoming. And I always thought that maybe that was just because I grew up here. You know, I'm like, you know, maybe if I grew up in South Dakota, I'd feel that way about South Dakota or Nebraska or wherever, right? Right. But as I've gotten older and I've moved, i moved to Florida, i moved to Alaska and I've traveled all over the country. I've been to, you know, I've been to a lot of different states. Um, I think that... You know, I think that Wyoming really is special. Um I think that really has a lot to do with just the fact that I was born in in Wyoming and I'm so thankful to have been born in Wyoming. You know, Wyoming is so diverse in the sense of like uh landscapes, right? Like we have sand dunes, we have the Tetons, but we also have just miles and miles of just sagebrush fields and and grassy areas, Devils Tower, Black Hills type area, right? Mm-hmm. Um you know, like really windy plains like where I grew up and 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 things of that nature. Like we're we're really I think geologically really, really interesting, really cool. Um, Yellowstone, of course, like all of that is is so cool. Um, And then I just think like the community of Wyoming is really amazing. So, um, you know, I kind of came into this a bit late. So getting sponsors has been kind of hard because I'm pretty behind, but um, it honestly hasn't been nearly as hard as I think it would be if I were somewhere else. Sure. Um, I got a truck from Laramie Ranch Ward in Laramie, Wyoming for the year, which is amazing. And, like, that, you know, something that I was able to put together fairly quickly because we have such a great community in Laramie that's like, oh, yes, we'll support you, we'll support you. Um, You know, and then other sponsors that I've had, like, Wyoming Downs and – you know, I've just, I've had a lot of really great sponsors from yeah. the state of Wyoming, you know, um, Down North Dry Cleaners and Laramie, all these different sponsors have really come together. Um, we have an amazing sponsor, Miss Rodeo Wyoming does just as an organization in Douglas, uh, Larry at Hardware Hanks, amazing, you know, and I, I think of, like the sponsors that I have as Miss Rodeo Wyoming and, you know, a lot of other states don't have that. Mm. And it's not even just like in the rodeo queen world, but like um, and everything. So, you know, growing up, my siblings played, um, a lot of sports and stuff like that. And so seeing how the community come together to support their sports teams and their sports organizations is really cool. I think that, you know, fundraisers that I've been to in, in Laramie especially are really, really cool because just how much the community will come together and raise funds for something if, if someone needs help. So, you know, I think that we, you know, people say that Wyoming is just one really big small town or, you know, it's just a small town with really long streets. Um, and I think that that's really accurate because um, people see that you're from Wyoming and if they're from Wyoming, they're like, oh, you know, like your yeah. family in a way. Um, and yep. so there's a, there's a lot of social fabric in the state of Wyoming. And I think that that's really, really cool.
0: Yeah. Well, well said. Yeah. No, I think the sponsorships for, you know, I was a coach for a long time too. And I think. I think that is foreign to people in other states mm-hmm. of, well, businesses will support your sports teams and like for you, right. you know, and um, no, that was great. And then, you know, the, the family and fabric there, that was awesome. Um, well, last thing, um, this is kind of your plug time. Um, this will probably be out after 4th of July. I'm thinking that's about two, three weeks there. So um, where are you going to be at in July? Uh, what are your big events? And then when is the um, Miss America Ro- is or Miss Rodeo America. Miss Rodeo America. When is that? And then uh, how can people follow you? Or um, are you guys still taking donations or sponsorships at all?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I am taking donations and sponsorships all throughout the end of the year. Okay. Pretty much. Um, And then if it's at the point where it's too late, then still come on because there's going to be a new girl next year and she'll need it just as much as I do. Um, In July, I'm going to the Cody Stampede. I'll be at Laramie Jubilee Days. I... I believe I get to go to Calgary this year, which is oh, going to awesome. be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, then Sheridan, Wyo Rodeo. And then, of course, Frontier Days. Yep. And then I believe after that, it's just Wind River Rodeo. So I'll be all over the state of Wyoming in July. Um,
0: that's the. seems like that's the busy time. Maybe that. I- <laughs> yeah.
1: July is very, very busy. Yeah. Um, so yes, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun though. Yeah. It'll um, be great. Yeah. And then, you know, you can follow me. I'm on Facebook, Miss Rodeo Wyoming. I'm on Instagram at Miss Rodeo Wyoming official. And I update those, I don't know, maybe like four times a week. I post pretty, pretty consistently. Very cool. I post every Wednesday for Wyoming Wednesday. I post something cool about the state of Wyoming. And so, you know, if you want to follow along with that, I've actually learned a lot about the state of Wyoming through doing it because I do a bunch of research on the things that I post. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, I hope to, you know, help teach others as well. Very is, cool. Uh, you know, on the uniqueness of the state of Wyoming. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, in December, so the Miss Rodeo America pageant is held in conjunction with the National Finals Rodeo okay. in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I believe this year it's, it always starts in late November and goes into late December. I believe this year the pageant starts November 30th. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Um, my I won't have my phone but the account should be getting updated um during the pageant hopefully by my lady in waiting and then you know from from there it's just all on to her so be sure to um, follow us along during the Miss Radio Wing pageant in August because we'll be posting a lot about that and you'll get to see who the next Miss Radio Wyoming will be and um yeah you know there's a lot we have going on this summer so if you could you know people could follow on Instagram Facebook um, that's really where we are, and yep. um, I hope to, hope to see more people come on.
0: Yeah, and I think for sponsorships, you know, go to the website. It's on there. There's a contact form and everything like that if you want to get mm-hmm. in touch with Laney or the organization, and, you know, that's how I reached out. So, uh, no, fantastic. Well, when you're back here for the YO Rodeo, maybe we'll get back together again or just meet up, so that will be great. If you have yeah, time. Yeah, you know. I,
1: I should. have <laughs> at least some time. <laughs> uh,
0: the... You guys are on a uh, 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 busy schedule all the mm-hmm. time when you guys are at events, so um, it's uh, you can you can brush us off uh, definitely. <laughs> but, um, Lainey, thanks for stopping by. Um, yeah. I appreciate you making the jog back over from Gillette um, after your video shoot. We're kind of excited to see how that turns mm-hmm. out at Devil's Tower. So yeah, me too. Um, yeah, this 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 was fun. This was great. Um, and hope uh, either you or another Miss Rodeo, Wyoming, can come back on.
1: So yeah, I hope so too. Thank you. Thanks.